Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Gunsmoke, original air dates, February 10th, 1957, and the title is Hellbent Harriet. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, the United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. say two words before he gets it. He was dead, I reckon. Yes, sir. I know he wasn't just hurt or he'd have got back home one way or another. Jim was like that. For three days and nights, my mouth kept saying he's alive someplace. But my inside's no different. I know right along he was dead. Jim and me was that close. I'm sorry, Miss where was he, Marshal? About uh, three miles north of here, in a little gully that branches off a big wash. He was most likely riding a gully surround a load, and his horse threw him. By the way, I figured his foot hung in the stirrup. He got dragged. Thanks. We came out of the horse right after noon. After that, we knew what to look for. I, uh... I figured he died real fast, Miss Morning. I'm glad, sir. Uh, Doc figured the same thing. 
Spring lightning all evening way off there in the west. Spring rain's about due, I reckon. Yes, sir. That's going up, Tom. He's laying out there in the night somewhere, Marshal. A doc took him into Dodge, man. We had a buckboard brought. Uh, Doc's uh, sending a woman out from town to stay with you for a while. That won't be needed. It ain't that hard. Lord knows I got a hurt growing inside of it by the minute. But I'll learn to make room for it. Live with it. Well, ma'am, I... always been strong, him and me. Earth folks, he called it. With our feet in the ground like roots, Drawing strength out of the land. Marshal Jim didn't die by no accident. He was done for in cold blood. What do you mean by that? Neighbor fellow over there west covets our land, Burl Albin. Reckon he covets me too, the way he acted. Took to calling me Harriet a while back instead of Mrs. Morney. Jim took a fist to him over that. But Jim was dragged and then kicked to death by his horse this morning. I know different, Marshal. Jim and me was that close. The Lord ought to strike Burl Alton with lightning for what he done. Or maybe he will. If I help some. What are you going to do? I don't rightly know, Marshal. Not before I think on it. I've got to lay down and think and... Listen, a long time, maybe. And finally, I'll know. Jim and me was that close. Oh, for heaven's sakes, man. Have you gone clean out of your mind? I'd hate to think so, Doc. Well, that's the biggest piece of poppycock I ever heard of. It sounds different, though, when you hear her say I don't care who says it. Madge, you saw Jim Morney's body, same as I did, and all the marks on it. What did it look like to you? Like he'd been dragged and his horse had kicked into this. And that's exactly what happened to him. Did she go over the body again like I asked you to this morning? Oh, man, I've done nothing else all day but to go over it. Only I sure figured you must have some better reason for asking than, than just the wild ravings of a widow that's half out of her mind with grief. Harriet Morney's not the kind to go out of her mind or even half out of it. I don't know about that. Those strong ones fool you sometimes, Matt. They, they break up inside instead of on the surface. Yeah, maybe. <sighs> Not that Burrow Alban isn't capable of murder, in my opinion. He's sneaky to cat him out. But confounded, Matt, he sure couldn't teach a man's horse to throw him and then to kick him to death. No, I guess not. Yes, not. By golly, you're still half convinced. No, but she's so sure, Doc. It's not just a matter of suspicion. She knows. The way she says it, it gets you to wonder if maybe she could be right, that's all. Maybe Burl Alban has had his eye on the Morney farm, but so have a lot of other people, more than likely. It's mighty good land. Yeah. And then, too, last fall, Alban got out of line with Mrs. Morney. Jim had to knock some sense into it. Yeah, I heard about it. But it doesn't change the fact that Jim Morney was kicked to death by his horse. It's plain fact Against a widow woman's family. All right, Doc. All right. I won't argue with you. Well, that's good. That's good. Then get a good night's sleep and forget. 
I said I wouldn't argue with you about it. I didn't say I'd forget it. John, only time the old Long Grand seems cozy like when it's raining outside. I guess about any place it seems cozy like tonight, Chester. Yes, oh, sir, people just like chickens, ain't they? Comes up a shower and they go scooting underneath the house, shaking their tail feathers. Yeah. Oh, plenty of them seem to have scooted in here. Sam and Kitty will make more out of this rain than the farmers will. Yeah, if he to make What is it, Mr. John? Earl Alvin standing up there in the car. I've been wanting to talk to him. What about? Jim Morney's death. No, I thought you forgot all about that. It's been two weeks now. Talking won't do any harm, Chester. I'll be back in a minute. I'll just go to the dog office and get straight in the eyes. Matt, I've been so busy, I didn't even know you were here. I just came in a minute ago. How are you, Kitty? Oh, I haven't had time to stop and find out. There hasn't been such a mob in here since the Santa Fe finished building the railroad. Uh, good business, though. Yeah? Uh, i got to see a fellow over there at the bar, Kitty, and we'll have a drink. Huh? Oh, sure, Matt. I'll join you later. All right. Evening, Pearl. Uh, oh, Marshal. Well, uh, let me buy you a drink. I already got one, thanks. How things gone? Oh, no complaints, Marshal. This rain ought to do you some good, huh? Some. Coming a mite earlier, though. Uh, I understand that uh, you've been trying to buy up the morning place, bro. I made a fair offer. Didn't get nowhere, though. Any fool woman thinks she can run that farm alone, she's got another thinking coming. She thinks that's what you were counting on, man. About morning getting killed. Uh, yeah. I know what she thinks, all right. What she's been saying. You didn't get along very well with her husband, did you, bro? I didn't get along with him at all. But the fact remains, Marshal. He was thrown, dragged, kicked to death by his own horse. Yeah. And Miss Morney doesn't put much stock in facts. They're going to have to take that woman away one of these days. Uh, Miss Young, Miss Young, could I see Miss uh, Cologne? Excuse me. Please. Yeah, sure, sure. Now, what is it, Chester? Well, uh, the Hopkins boy is ruining Mr. Young. This morning sent him. What for? Well, she wants you to come out there tonight, right away. What? She told the Hopkins boy to say she's found out how to make the lightning strike. All right, then we'll go right away. I declare if I was anywhere, I just think start to melt and run. You're never satisfied, Chester. Two months from now, it'll be the test. Well, there's a week in between the holes. It'll be nice. Oh, uh, watch for it. Oh, she really has lost her mind. I don't know, Chester. Come in. All right. Hey, Evening, Miss Morning. Marshal, Chester. All right, ma'am. Pull up chairs and sit. Oh, sir, you. Thank you, ma'am. Mighty sorry to have to bring you out, miss, but when happenings choose their own time, the body can't alter them. 
Oh, that wasn't a bad ride, man. The storm has let up a lot. My, didn't it rain this afternoon, though? It was a real cloudburst for a while. Come down in buckets out here. The big wash out there was running banks full for an hour was up. That was quite a rain. Stumps and tree limbs, brush, I don't know what all come washing down. Kept snagging up and jamming there back of the corral. I had to go traipsing out every 20 minutes and work at least so the water wouldn't back up and flood the barn. It's a lot of work for a woman running a place like this alone. For some women, maybe. But I'm strong, like I told you. One of the earth folks. There's still a limit. Marshal, I was made to go out there to that wash today. That's why the storm was and the branches snagging up. Uh, I don't understand. Well, Jim was earth folks, too. Ten days ago, I give him back to the earth. After the ceremony that day, I... I stood up there on Boot Hill and I talked to Jim. I asked for him and the earth to get together to give me a sign. To let me know what to do. Well, today it happened. This morning, the Hawkins boys said something about... uh... Lightning striking. It ain't struck yet, Marshal. But it's ready to. I want to show you something I pulled out of that driftwood in the wash this afternoon. I reckon it was buried, shallow-like, up on one of the gullies. Or maybe just throwed into a thicket and left. Anyhow, the rain fetched it down to me. There's just a old limb off a mulberry tree. That's not a limb. That's a club. Look at the other end of it, Chester. My gracious sake. Yeah. I figure he might have roped Jim off his horse, or, or maybe he caught him on foot. Anyway, it looks like that's what he used. So he beat him to death with a club. With a horseshoe nailed on the end of it. Come on in, Chester. Shut the door. He's coming, Mr. Dillon, right down the street, sir. Yeah, I know. I saw him from the window. I can't figure what he's been doing. He rode into town a half hour ago. Having a couple of drinks, I guess. He doesn't know why I sent for him, and he's worried. You gonna leave that club laying right there on the table in plain sight? Yeah. Pull the chairs up around the table, will you? All right. First to me, he sees that club, gets him in the sink, he'll figure out some lie. It may be, but I'm betting the other way. All right, sit down over there, Chester. And don't say anything. And don't pay any attention to that club, huh? Yes, sir. Good morning, Marshal. Oh, come on in, bro. Yeah. Well, we sure did have ourselves a fine ra- rain yesterday. Yeah. Sit on, bro. Sit down? Yeah. Well, uh... Yes, sir. What were you saying about the rain? Huh? The rain? Oh, well, it's just, uh... It's a fine rain, so... What do you want to see me about, Don't you know, bro? 
Chester didn't say nothing except... You want to see me? Well, that's not so much to see as hear you, I guess. Hear me? Hear me what? Hear you tell me how you killed Jim Morning. Of Christ, how you beat him to death with a club and made it look like he was thrown and kicked by his horse. A lie. That woman's lying on me. This club lying on you, too. That ain't the club. I took the shoe off after. After you'd used it. Maybe you just thought you did, Burl. You dreamed that a murderer is not always in his right mind. No, you ain't gonna do this to me. You're under arrest for murder. No, I'll kill you. Don't be a fool. Don't try it, Burl. Robert, you know. He was a fool, Chester. No jury would have convicted him on that kind of evidence. Seems to me you was kind of a fool not to have done like he claimed. Ripped that horseshoe off the club after you used it. He wasn't just claiming he did rip it off. But there it is, right there on the table. Sure, the club Ms. Morney made. Ms. Morney? We were just stretching chance too far, Chester, to figure that thing would turn up right at her doorstep. She's not a very good liar, either. Not if you watch her eyes. But why would she do a thing like that? She was hoping for just what happened. That Burl would be thrown off balance enough to give himself away. But how could she know that's how he'd done it? A woman's intuition, or a pretty good guesswork. Or maybe the Earth told her, Chester. The Earth? Better go find Doc and get him over here. He's going to have to make out a coroner's report. Georgia Ellis as Kitty. George Walsh speaking. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke.
This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.